If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hi, and welcome to episode 18 of The Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. We'll use the best of psychology to help you be happy, healthy, and most importantly, yourself. This week, we have an awesome guest star, Monica Reinagel, host of the Nutrition Diva podcast on iTunes or at quickanddirtytips.com. She helps millions of listeners sort food fact from fiction and makes healthy eating easier and saner. And who among us couldn't use that? So this week, we'll talk about something almost everyone can relate to, how our emotions affect what we eat. Also, if you missed it, this past Wednesday, and also next Wednesday, I'll be Monica's guest on Her Nutrition Diva Show. There, we'll turn the tables and talk about how what we eat can change our mood. So please welcome my new friend and fellow Quick and Dirty Tips podcast host, Monica Reinagel, otherwise known as Nutrition Diva. Hi, Ellen. It's so great to be here. So, Monica, on behalf of our listeners, I'm going to take full advantage of having you here by asking questions I've had for a long time about food and mood. And I'll bet you a kale smoothie that most other folks have the same questions, too. So, first up, why is it so hard to make healthy food choices when we're in a bad mood, stressed, or in a hurry? And how can we do better during these times? Well, first of all, I have to say your observation is right on the money. It really is hard to make healthy food choices when we're emotionally off kilter. And a number of different factors, both psychological and physiological, come into play. So let's start with the physiological aspects. We've all heard of stress hormones, those chemicals that our bodies produce when we're under emotional or psychological pressure or when we don't get enough sleep. And when we experience ongoing psychosocial stress, feeling overextended or underappreciated, having to deal with difficult people, feeling out of control, that sort of thing, our adrenal glands increase production of a hormone called cortisol. And one of the effects of cortisol is that it increases appetite, particularly for foods that are high in fat and sugar. So when your boss chews you out for something that's not even your fault, it's no coincidence that you find yourself heading to the vending machine for a king-size chocolate bar. So one way to combat cortisol-fueled stress eating is to make sure that you're getting enough sleep because people who are chronically underrested actually have higher cortisol levels and increased appetite. Regular exercise, meditation, spending time with friends, or any other stress management tools that work for you would also be helpful. These practices, of course, they don't necessarily remove stressors from your life, but they can help you and your hormones be a little bit more resilient to life's inevitable stresses. And then in addition to affecting our hormone levels, 
Bad moods also affect our cognitive and decision-making processes. Meryl Gardner and her colleagues at Cornell University have demonstrated that when you're in a good mood, you're more likely to make healthy food choices. Why? Well, to a certain extent, making healthy food choices involves making a short-term sacrifice, such as foregoing that second or third chocolate chip cookie, for future benefits, like feeling good when we step on the scale or getting the results of our cholesterol test. But when we're in a bad mood, those future rewards just seem less compelling than the concrete but short-lived payoff from eating that cookie. But the good news, Ellen, is that it works both ways. Gardner's group found that taking steps to improve your mood before you make a food choice can help you make better choices. So try thinking of something that you're grateful for, something that makes you happy, or something that you're looking forward to, and you may find it easier to choose a healthier option. And then finally, you mentioned being in a hurry. Well, in a harried and hurried world, a lot of our poor food choices really boil down to poor planning. You can't eat healthy food if there's no healthy food in the house. And waiting until you're half starved to start thinking about what you're going to eat next doesn't tend to lead to great decision-making either. Deciding when and what you're going to eat and then taking steps to procure and prepare it ahead of time can make a huge difference in how well you eat. And I've got more strategies on that in my podcast, The Power of Planning. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so I do pretty well in the planning, but who knew that sleep and food were so connected? That gives me yet another reason to get to bed earlier. Okay, next up, what are the most common problematic mindsets around food and what can we do about them? So for example, more than once, I've caught myself thinking, it's healthy so I can eat more. Oh God. You know, a while back, I did a three-part series on the biggest nutrition traps and that mindset you're describing was number two. Whole wheat pasta or whole wheat bread is definitely a better choice than the white flour equivalent, but you still need to pay attention to portion size. People often forget that when it comes to food, quantity is just as important as quality. And a related phenomenon, which I also talked about in a past Nutrition Diva episode, is what I call the health halo effect. Potato chips dusted with kelp powder are still, at the end of the day, potato chips. And ditto for cheesecake topped with goji or acai berries. But perhaps the most damaging mindset about nutrition is having an all or nothing black and white mentality about diet. I think that really sets us up to fail. You know, we decide we're going to completely eliminate sugar or wheat, or we're going to eat 100% unprocessed foods or, you know, whatever it is. And then when that regimen becomes too difficult, we abandon it entirely and revert to our junk food-filled diets. I think it's so much better to make small changes that you can stick with than huge gestures that last only a few days or weeks. Instead of swearing off all desserts forever, for example, you could decide to eat fruit for dessert on weekdays and make ice cream a weekend-only indulgence. Oh, so, okay, so quantity is just as important as quality, the health halo effect, and no all or nothing thinking. These are great ideas. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable, but the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. 
Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Okay, what are the top small yet high-yield dietary habit changes someone could make to improve his or her health? And how would you recommend they institute that new habit? <laughs> so you mean if you're only going to do one thing, what should it be? If you, like, if you only have the energy to do something small or you want to get a head start on doing something bigger, what, what can you do to get a running start? That's a great question. If you're somebody who regularly drinks sweetened beverages, and now in that category, I include soda, sweetened coffee and tea, as well as sports drinks, energy drinks, and fruit juices, then my number one goal for you would be to break that habit. I mean, think of it this way. As a nation, we consume about twice as much sugar as is good for us. And half of that is coming from sweetened beverages. Wow. Right. We could solve the entire problem in just one swipe just by breaking our soda habit. Okay. And then, but not everybody does drink sweetened beverages. And so my next priority would be to get everyone to eat more vegetables because it's really the quickest way to improve the overall nutritional quality of the diet. Vegetables provide more nutrition for the calories than any other food group. And they also provide nutrients that really aren't available from any other food group. So if you're stinting on those vegetables, and most of us are, it means you're totally missing out on those benefits. And then finally, and this actually, to be honest, may be the most important benefit, when we eat more vegetables, it tends to displace other less healthy foods from the diet. I have an entire episode on strategies for working more vegetables into your diet, but one tip is to make vegetables a part of every meal and snack. So top those scrambled eggs with salsa. Add lots of chopped peppers, carrots, celery, and onions or whatever to your tuna salad or snack on baby carrots and hummus in the afternoon. You get the idea. That is a great idea. It never occurred to me to eat vegetables at breakfast. Okay, speaking of breakfast, a lot of us use caffeine to keep our energy and mood and concentration up throughout the day and enjoy a glass of wine with dinner to unwind at night. Is this bad? Would we be better off cutting out one or both? Well, I definitely think it's dangerous to use caffeine as a substitute for sleep. And yes. it's equally dangerous to use wine as a stress management tool. However, both of these substances, if used responsibly, actually do offer some health benefits. Caffeine not only stimulates the neurological system, it also appears to protect it. People who regularly drink coffee have lower rates of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease, for example. And people who drink coffee every day also have a lower risk of diabetes. And then, of course, caffeine just can perk you up, make you feel energized, and help you concentrate. It can even help enhance your workout. 
The downside of that is that too much caffeine can keep you from sleeping well at night, which makes you need more coffee to get through the next day and so on. Now, I know some people who can drink coffee right before they go to bed and still sleep like a baby, but most people need to lay off the coffee by about 3 p.m. to ensure a good night's sleep. And then by the same token, alcohol also has some health benefits. Moderate alcohol consumption appears to lower the risk of heart disease. And people who drink alcohol moderately have a slightly longer life expectancy than people who abstain completely. The problem here is that as soon as you start drinking more than the recommended one or two drinks a day, alcohol turns from a healthy habit to a potentially deadly one. And Ellen, often people start out drinking moderately, but slowly slide into unhealthy patterns. It's definitely something to keep an eye on. If you're somebody who can enjoy a glass of wine and leave it at that, it appears to be a relatively healthy habit. But if you find it difficult to drink moderately, you'd definitely be better off not drinking at all. And just for reference, one drink is defined as a five-ounce glass of wine, a 12-ounce bottle of beer, or a single one-and-a-half-ounce shot of liquor. And most of the martinis I see served in bars or restaurants these days contain at least three or four drinks worth of alcohol. Yikes, I guess even the martinis are supersized these days. Okay, so to sum up, it sounds like moderation and keeping an eye on that potential slippery slope is the best approach. And so rather than using the potential benefits of caffeine or alcohol as pretend permission to drink more, common sense, as usual, is the healthiest way to go. All right, let's keep talking. So last Wednesday, and also next Wednesday, I'll be in the hot seat on your show talking about how food can impact mood. So listen to the conversation on Monica's Nutrition Diva podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or our website, quickanddirtytips.com. So thanks again, Monica, for all your great tips. I'm, I'm definitely having scrambled eggs with veggies for breakfast tomorrow. Oh, great. I really enjoyed being here. Thanks, Ellen. Of course. If the episode this week was useful to you, please share your love by subscribing to The Savvy Psychologist, Nutrition Diva, or better yet, both, liking on Facebook or emailing a link to someone important in your life. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. A transcript of the podcast and references for the studies we mention are always available on quickanddirtytips.com slash savvy hyphen psychologist. And of course, remember the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for psychiatric care or psychotherapy by a licensed professional. Patient names are always changed and details altered to protect privacy. Thanks for listening and see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today.
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 